boom. Good morning, good morning. In today's podcast, I've got special guest, Carolyn Bolt. We're going to dive into understanding the psychology of space. Carolyn is passionate about holistic health and wellness. She's an outspoken advocate for that. The environment of your space impacts your success. In 2004, Carolyn and her husband co-founded Crossfields, a design-build firm in Atlanta. And in 2011, they changed their focus to improving the public's perception of alternative medicine and highlighting the power of holistic health. Carolyn's enthusiasm for interior design started in her early teens when she had the unique opportunity to work with her father, an engineer at NASA, on the early preliminary design of the U.S. space station. With over 40 years of experience, Carolyn has gained complete understanding of every aspect of the commercial interior industry. Have a listen. Welcome to your Hidden Edge podcast, where there's a belief that each and every one of us has a hidden edge, one that could unlock that next level of success in any area of life. Unfortunately, that edge is hidden tucked away and buried deep underneath layers and layers. In this podcast, we'll uncover the hidden edge of high-performance leaders, executives, athletes, coaches, and authors to open your mind and stretch your frame of reality. If you know you want more, can do more, and be more, then this is the right podcast for you. Let's uncover your hidden edge. Welcome to the show. I am extremely excited to have special guest Carolyn Bolt on the show. Carolyn, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Yes, I'm excited for this discussion. It's a unique one. I think it's going to be amazing to, to dive in. So if you would, share with the audience your hidden edge, and then how did you kind of discover it and get into this field? Okay. So my focus in this podcast and really purpose in life is to help people understand that there is a psychology of space. And if you can understand it or help or hire people that help you understand it, you can have an edge of your competition. So we've focused mostly with doctors, with holistic healthcare doctors, got started in chiropractic um, doing that and expanded to just beyond that into other holistic, any kind of brick and mortar but the goal was to elevate that profession so people saw it as more of a go-to and kind of bring them, they're always struggling, how can they bring them to another level? And that's really the purpose of our business that we created, Crossfields that we created. But So you wanna know how I got into it? Yeah, how, give, give us the backstory, right? Because okay, it's interesting, so, the psychology of space, right? Not many people psychology. think about it. Yes. Think about how it needs to be attractive, clean, all those things. So dive into it a little bit. So when I was 14, my father worked at NASA and he was in advanced preliminary design and meaning that he worked on things 20 years in, in the future and they were working on the space station. So yes, I'm, okay. I'm old. <laughs> this was a long time ago. And um, they were working on the space station and they brought in an architect to help, um, I think he won the award to do his thesis on a zero gravity earth orbiting space station, the interior design of a zero gravity earth orbiting space station, because okay. NASA was aware enough that if they were going to send people up in space in these little bitty spaces, how do they keep them psychologically hmm. fit? Right. It, because they understood that environment was going to impact that space. 
So he was from out of town and he would come over and my mom would cook him a home cooked meal and they would sit around in the living room and just philosophize about the hidden dimension of space and how, what mm. space does and the psychology. And he was just sharing all this and I was just enthralled. So I always loved art and I always um, was had that artistic nature and things, but I was like, wow, this space impacts people and, and you need to be purposeful about it. You need to be, have a decision to do that. You need to be intentional. So, and you don't realize it until you actually start really paying attention. So my purpose in these podcasts is to get people more aware that mm -hmm. your space has a big impact on your success. Uh, and I love the backstory. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing here, you know, NASA and, uh, you know, the space station. What, what exactly. an amazing, amazing exactly. story. So obviously that piqued your curiosity, it right? Did. You got into the field, right? Explain for somebody. And I, I, I would say I'm very novice in, in my understanding of the psychology of space. So let's dive into what, does it look like? How should it look like? What are some common traps or mistakes that people make in, in designing the place that they work or, or so forth? So let's, let me, so I teach classes and uh, we start with just understanding if your environment impacts you. Okay. And so I want to take you to a, a place, let's call it Walmart. And Walmart is very intentionally designed to support their motto, which mm -hmm. is the low price leader. Okay. So the intention of that space is to no, no frills, no, um, no really expectations of even service. Just you're in there and you're somewhat in a garage sale mode. Okay. Yeah. Bright, bright lights, hard surfaces on the floor. Um, lots of signage, the coloring being very uh, primary colors appeals to more of a, a lower economic bracket. Okay. And so they've created this environment to support what they're doing and they do it very well, but it's very intentional. So let's go all the way over to a very high end designer store. And let's just say it's a Louis Vuitton or something and you walk in totally opposite atmosphere very intentionally designed, very few people in there, typically not crowded at all, lots of great service. Yes, but the lighting, the coloring, typically a neutralized background to really showcase one product at a time, as opposed to Walmart where you're trying to dig through things, mm -hmm. very intentional. So what both of those, what real, what retail design focuses on, how do you attract buyers that want to buy what you have. Okay. And that's what we, that's what we transfer over into businesses. Now I'm going to go to another place real quick and understand that your favorite restaurant and you say, Hey, you know what? I'd really like to go out and have a romantic dinner. You typically are not thinking a whole lot about the food, although that's important. You're really thinking about that atmosphere. Right. Okay. And it's both. Just like our, or another phenomenon with Starbucks. When Starbucks was created, it was kind of going against the trend of like a McDonald's. A McDonald's had a low priced item mm -hmm. and their interiors before drive up, believe it or not, they their interiors were very hard surfaces, very bright colors, and their goals were yep. to get people in and out with high turnover. 
Gotcha. Starbucks was the opposite. They created a environment that people wanted to hang out mm-hmm. and that created its own following and their own and their own way of, of growing their business. So that's the intention that we're talking about. Gotcha. No, and it, as you paint those pictures and those cons- contrasting styles and, and looks, it definitely makes sense from, you know, my, my mind's perspective. What about, so, so you're working with holistic doctors, that kind of, how do you, you know, I mean, I, I just immediately, when I say doctor's office, I think of a very dry kind of drab place. Obviously I'm, I'm assuming you take a different approach, <laughs> expand on, expand on that a little bit. Well, one of the, one of the reasons it's important for holistic doctors um, to have an attractive space is a, a lot of them are cash-based. So with their choices, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, their patients are making a choice as opposed to their patient is super, super sick and has to go to, you know, a cancer doctor or a hospital or something that that's, although if you look at hospitals, they've even changed dramatically into being more cultural type environment. Um, but the goal is, is that when we work with our doctors, the very first thing we ask them is who's your ideal patient. And that space needs to be designed to attract that ideally an avatar. Like you really do know who that person is and what their likes are and and what they like to listen to and what, and you design it as if it's their home so that they feel in environment there, not necessarily their home, but what they would appeal to them. Mm -hmm. And that's just what retail does is they appeal to that buyer that would buy their products. So you need to appeal to that patient that would would render your services, that you'd render services to. So we start there and it's not about, should I paint the wall blue or not? It's about what is that person like? Okay. Then what comes out of that is words, words that, you know, professionalisms, um, I'm thinking of some cozy, comfortable family environment, some of them. Some of them have a sports medicine type direction and they want that energy. So first we find those words. Then we ask them to actually do some homework and actually go search for pictures that they that represent to them those words. Because if okay. I say energy to you versus someone else, it could be two totally different things. Right. So we hear the words, but we also want to see their representation and their interpretation. Then what we do from that is we spend time with them talking about it and looking at where the commonalities are, things that they like, and then understanding their avatar, we put in our own, um, kind of wrap it all up together to create their schematic design, their design direction. And that that involves color, it involves lighting, it involves textures, it involves the height of the ceiling. The Mm -hmm. higher the ceiling is, the more awesome the more off struck people are, the more, okay. res- and the lower the ceiling, more intimate things are. Mm. Just that in, a, that in itself, just the size of the space. And then there's tricks. You know, if you don't have a really high ceiling, you start with a really low one and then you walk in and the, the ceiling beyond that feels a lot higher. So it's like, how do you play with that? There's mm. also, I can go on for a while, so you may want to stop me, <laughs> but there's, you know, there's elements of design that we play with. So the okay. line, straight lines, like, like behind you in your bookcases, they're up. Things that are lines up, you want to stand up. Mm-hmm. Things that are horizontal make you want to sit down. Gotcha. Things, 
pictures on the wall a little bit lower make people want to sit down. Pictures on the high a little bit higher. Pictures on the wall a little bit higher make them want to stand up. So there's things of that simplicity. It sounds simple, but it's mixing all of those things together. Gotcha. From from a color perspective, what are the yeah. more inviting colors versus the more kind of repelling colors? I'm I'm always interested, just curious as well, as we go it's through interesting this is any color actually repelling unless you're not the patient that, that that doctor wants, right? Right. So so color is infinite and color starts with, and there's color theory. There's just people that do nothing but color, color work, exactly. But color um, generally in the color wheel itself, there's warm colors and there's, there's cool colors. And the cool mm -hmm. colors are calming the warm colors are more invigorating. So gotcha. the reds and the oranges and things like that create more energy where the blues and the greens are calming. That's mm -hmm. a general, if you think about your color wheel, then you can go off from there. The brighter, the higher, the intensity, the color, the more energy, the lower the intensity, meaning the more dulled out the color, the more neutralized the color, the more calming it is. So those are probably the, the more simple pieces, but um, you get into color theory and, you know, green is very healing. Blue is very healing. And that's used a lot. But if you're in a, like, if you're in a sports, say you're a sports physician or a sports um, doctor, mm -hmm. most of them want it, that energy. They want mm -hmm. their doctors to feel similar to what they would feel in a gym to get that right. energy. So they'll bring in more dramatic colors. Gotcha. Okay. So, turning towards like home offices because a lot of people work virtually, right? Yes. So yes. what are some low hang fruit? If people are obviously their, their space, it has an impact on them, correct? Their, their environment has an impact around, yes. on them. What are some things that they can do to improve their space okay. and make it more empowering, more inviting, more uh, invigorating for them to be in that space, especially if they, used to be in office and now they're working most of the time virtual. Exactly. It's a, it, and they, and it's very important because it does play on your psychic right. when you're in your space. So one of the things that, well, one of the free resources that I'm offering your listeners is a, we call it our five point designer checklist. And it's okay. the things that we would first do if we were considering how to improve a space. And the first thing that we say is that sometimes you need someone else besides yourself to help you with this because we get so comfortable in our space and we don't even understand. We don't even know. And most people don't are not even aware that that space is going to impact them. So to bring in another person, another we tell our doctors, bring in a potential patient type person that you can trust. That'll mm -hmm. be an advocate for you. But in your home office, you know, you maybe your spouse would tell you, maybe you're one of your best friends or something, just come in and just look around with you as you go through this checklist. So the first thing is the big overall picture. What is that first impression when you okay. walk in? Is it someplace you want to go sit down? And then if it's not, then you have the problem of what do you do? So very first, one of the things is, is it messy? Mm -hmm. Is it cluttered? Is it, right. is it, dirty? Is it disorganized? Things of that sort. Um, you know, we, once again, we get comfortable in our own home, especially when we're working virtually or we're working solo 
the only thing that matters for us is what's behind us. And hopefully they, and we had that discussion a little bit, what's behind you matters virtually when you're talking to, to clients and things of that sort. So cleaning up that is important for your business. But as far as your psychic, keeping it clean and organized is a big one. And also then we look, is, is it dated? You know, mm -hmm. because when it's dated, you don't feel fresh. Things okay. date every seven to 10 years. So unfortunately, paint and color is one of the first things that date. And just think about your clothes date. You know, they cycle. And yes, there's classics, but there is a dating to those things too. So is it dated? Is it dirty? Is it is it deteriorated is another word we'll use it. Is it ripped? Is it mm -hmm. things that don't work in your environment? Things are broken. Things that are, that sucks energy out of you. You know, it's, it's kind of that, oh, God, I got to get to that type of, of feeling always around you. So that's going to take some energy away from you. And then the other thing we look at is lighting. So in a home office, the very best thing you could possibly do is have sunlight and that yep. natural light coming in. Of course, in any kind of space, because sunlight itself brings so much healing energy and so much, so much energy. But if you don't have the ability to have sunlight or if you're in a part of the country where there's not a lot of sunlight, doing what you can to supplement more of a holistic light, more of a, a natural daylight effect can bring a lot of energy. Because really, I think the biggest thing that people have been talking about energy, I think the biggest thing in people's home office is what gives you the energy to go down there and, and get out of your bed, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so, so I hope that helps. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love the messy cluttered right? That, that's a battle <laughs> I yes. face personally because I, I run multiple businesses, got a lot of pieces of paper, a lot of mail that comes in and it comes in the office. So that's a constant battle battle for me. I would also say, you know, getting sunlight so important. I've got some, some windows here. I love it when yeah. it's sunny out. Um, and then is it dated, right? I love how you put a time frame around seven to 10 years, paint different things. And I always like to say, Hey, what are you also having from a reminder perspective, those words, those, I've got words all above my, my French doors. I've got a, another poster that has motivational sayings, right? Those yeah, things. Yeah, very much. So how do you, so how do you inspire yourself? Absolutely. What can you do to give you the energy to go down there and work? <laughs> right. And and then you see it and you're like, okay, it, it kind of snaps you back in sometimes yeah. where you can see something that you, and, and I think so many times people discount that they're not visually aware that they're seeing them, but their subconscious is picking them up. Their, their body, their, their energy is, is picking those up and it is either detracting or it's adding to your energy level throughout your day. Would you, would you, would you agree with that? I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I so what, <clears throat> right, sorry, I go ahead. That's something that just being aware of it is, is crucial. So. Yep. Yep. I, I love it. And I love having just little reminders around. So decluttering so important. What, what, like if somebody's hearing this, watching it and they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm looking around and they've got papers everywhere encourage them to do that. What are the benefits from decluttering, right? How do they feel? I know personally how I feel when I declutter, uh, there, there's a piece to it. What, what are some other things that, 
you know, reasons behind you, you should declutter, you should keep things clean. Well, one of the things we, we, we didn't go that direction, but when we design spaces, we also follow form follows function. Okay. So a lot of what I've been talking about is the form of the space that creates the psychology. But the other thing that's very important to your psychology is does the space function well for you? Do, do, do you have what you need at your fingertips or do you have them in easy reach? Are things organized so that you can find them? Because every time that, every time it doesn't happen, you're wasting, <clears throat> excuse me, you're wasting time and time is the most precious thing we have. So making sure your supplies, making sure your equipment, making sure all those things are working and in good order and where they need to be so that you can find them easily, et cetera. What that does, what happens to a lot of people, especially in a home office, is everything ends up on the top of their desk. Right. That's where, so they can find it easier. So how can you organize things so that you can still find it, but it's not sitting there as a stack? Because for me, when I have a stack of stuff over here, it's just a big old reminder of something else I got to get done. Right. You know, and you want to, it's just like focus. It's yep. just like focus. I know I listened to one of your podcasts that you talked about focus and the do not disturb. It's that same mentality of getting that stuff out of your space and the more minimal, the more minimalist. I know that I'm not going to say I'm, I personally am really very good at it. I, um, what is that woman's name that, um, everyone would know her when I say it and I can't think of her, but she talks about, I know when I moved, I had some friends say, Go, listen, go watch this woman, just figure out what you don't need to pack and take with you. Right. And it was like, I had a bunch of jewelry from my mother and it was like, I didn't want to get rid of it. But I went through this process with her where she said, you hold it and you feel like whether you, it's like you feel the energy from it. It's kind of interesting. And then if it's, if it doesn't belong there, then let go of it and let it bless it on its way. I don't know if it, I butchered that. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone knows what I'm talking about, Maria Cond. Condi, do you know who I'm talking about? I don't, I don't offhand. No. Okay. Well, anyway, you might want to Google, uh, Google it minimalist, minimalist. Mm -hmm. And, but it, she, what she talks about is that stuff takes energy out of you. Yep. And it just, it, it burdens you. And just like we were talking about things that don't work, mm -hmm. you have things around you that are broken or have piles of things that. No, I, I'm shaking my head and smiling because <laughs> I have, I have a, uh, you know, the panoramic views of stadiums. Well, I have one down that I can see and my sons with friends horsing around down the basement and they actually broke the glass, oh. but it's sitting there and it's been sitting there for like five months. And it, after this podcast interview, it is going out of the <laughs> office because again, it's like, it's a, it, it feels like it's something I need to do. And it's always sitting there and that can have an impact on you. So as you were saying, like things broken, I, I was looking at it and I'm like, I've got to move that downstairs yes. and just out of the office because I see it every day. And that's, it, it's impacting my subconscious. Like I need to go and see how much it costs to replace and then tell my sons they're covering it. But it just has this impact and energy is so, so vitally important to our success. And if things are taking it away and it, it can be just as slight as that, but it adds up over time. And it's, it's, it's how you, how you raise your energies is making sure you don't have anything that's, that's taken away from the energy that we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Awesome. Well, I've loved the discussion. Where can, uh, where can people find you? So our current website is chiropracticofficedesign.com. Okay. And I say that because in April, <clears throat> we have websites do grow old, I guess is what they say. And so ours had, was kind of needed some technical working. So okay. we've changed it to crossfieldsdesign.com. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you. Appreciate you being on the show and, and sharing you. your wisdom with us. Thank you. Thanks for your listening. Office, your office looks beautiful, by the way. Thank you. I will tell my wife you said that because she gets, she deserves all the credit. So I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Create a legendary day. Rice fight, love, repeat, get after it. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to your hidden edge podcast. You are now part of the movement part of a tribe who's on a mission to uncover their hidden edge. We're stronger together. So please share this. Show up with one person in your network that you want to help. Together, we can empower others and connected, we can make a dent in the universe.